welcome to the Dragonheart Ascension podcast with Sonia, where we mediate for innovative quantum solutions as the Dragonheart Light Council in preparation for Mother Gaia and Humanity's Ascension in 2029. I was guided to watch a movie called Whistleblower, and it was about this woman who was a police officer who wanted to get a promotion to be with her daughter in another state and couldn't get one. So her commander said, they're hiring people in the UN as peacekeepers for the war that just ended in Sarajevo. And so she went over as a UN representative and in the process uncovered a billion dollar sex trafficking ring that was actually run by the organization that set them up, which was some congressional person in England. And it was being promulgated by all the organizations. They all got into it and it was this whole thing. And so she found out how deep it ran. So she had to go to the press to get the news out about it because within the organizations, they were threatening her and fired her and it was really scary. At the end of the movie, they said 2.5 million people around the world are being sex trafficked. And I'm sure that number is even more that's being reported because it's happening in our government. It's happening all over it. And the wars basically are just a front for that aspect of abuse against the feminine gender children and adults. When I started looking at pictures about that, I have to remember that everything is done with prior agreement, soul agreement. So no one's quote unquote a victim. And there's a lot of atrocities that have taken place over time where there's karmic debts, ancestral karmic debts that need to be repaid. So a person's soul gets to understand what the other side of that experience is like. Oh, I understand all that. It's still upsetting to see the state that we're still operating within. So many people are still operating within this state of control and all the control mechanisms that are in place really have people asleep. They don't really want to know about it. They literally say, I don't want to know about it or not <laughs> in my world, or I'd rather stick with my childhood memories. The council's intention. I did feel that a prayer for the healing of this energetic, not only here on this planet, but I'm sure it's happening in other star systems, has or is going to happen because we're in an evolutionary state of consciousness. So we're all evolving into or out of this sort of consciousness. My prayer is that I don't know what my prayer is. My prayer is that there's got to be another way that's more graceful. I don't have a solution. I just know that it needs our prayers. That's all I can say. I want to offer my prayer up to this energetic, that it be healed at the core throughout all timelines. I'm praying for a decision where this began so that it actually starts a new timeline, like a timeline where this never happened. We've talked about the butterfly effect or whatever, where 
timelines are actually being changed. I've witnessed that. I'm not sure if we talked about it with you, Christy, where for a period of time, the lion and the lamb could not be found anywhere in the Bible or on the internet. Oh, the Mandela effect. The Mandela effect. You couldn't find the lion and the lamb anywhere. It wasn't in the Bible anymore. It wasn't on the internet. And when I became aware of that, I started working on timelines to switch that. And now it's back. Now there's all kinds of pictures. And if it's supported, I'm praying for a reversal of timelines, actually going to another timeline where this energy was not perpetrated and another decision was made that was a higher state of consciousness. If that's not a solid prayer or something that can be done, I accept that, but that's my prayer. (laughs) I'm in full support, of course. However, this whole mystery unfolds. With that, I am also in support of there being a timeline in which such isn't necessary. Because I have found myself in a place of radical acceptance of the contrast of this world and feel the same as you so well put into words that there's a place and a non-place for everything that is happening. I'm also open to there being some areas that are not one of the possibilities in this place of infinite possibilities. I understand that this may be part of the destroying archetypes in place that are actually working to bring consciousness to the planet. So I accept that. And if that's the way it needs to go, I accept that. What was interesting is that Sarajevo is on the border of Ukraine. This is all around the Ukraine, the whole thing that I'm talking about. And it's interesting. Now we've got a war there. Whatever the muckety-muck is that's going on, it's like Ukraine is at the heart of it. Who knows what's really under it all? I just pray for those people because they've been suffering a great deal for years and years and years leading up to this war, especially the women. My heart goes out to them in my prayers because I don't think anyone should be treated that way. It's not humane. I think that stems back to the fact that we were actually harvested as a slave race. And it goes all the way back to that, that mentality that has been the underlying point for all of this to happen started way back then. And I've been praying for that and my own soul's record. I confess this as my own responsibility. I know that as a soul, I have been part of all of this because it is in my face. That means that as a mirror, this is part of my soul's record at some level, at some point. All I can do is confess it. I don't remember it per se, but accept the fact that I'm part of this and I'm praying for that healing in my own soul's record as well. And I support that as well. Would anyone else like to add into the intention? I have a comment. We've certainly touched on this before. I think that when we're making prayers for something as large, and pervasive as a global, possibly cosmic scope to really embrace the fact that we have the authority and personal scope to be able to not only do that, but to have an impact doing it. It feels to me that up until recently, regardless of my words, I didn't have that sense of myself. 
for me, it's a palpable awareness that if I allow myself to be in that place, I do have that kind of scope. We all do. It's a matter of truly internally allowing it. So I'm, I'm completely with you on the prayer. I'm just adding this as a booster, if you will. I can understand and relate to what you just said. I feel like I grow in that with every session. It's an ongoing acceptance of being that powerful. I think that's the chilling out that I feel everybody can benefit from. I think that's what leads to it, that settling into and authority taking. So that's exactly what you're doing, but it is taking authority and ownership. With that intact, that timeline can hold none of the other that we previously mentioned as well. Great point. One other thing that, again, something's been said a lot of times, but it came to me this morning in a real palpable way. And I think we'll add to the uh, power of the prayer is I just had this strong sense of me when I was doing my meditation this morning, simply being another powerful light joining the millions of other lights around the planet who in one way or another are all focusing on the betterment and the elevation of Mother Gaia, mankind, and all the creatures. It doesn't matter what time they're doing it or the specifics of their verbiage, but it's just seeing myself as yet another light in that movement. I felt very powerful this morning. I think I'm done. Thank you for reminding us because they have mentioned in the past to have us connect to the collective field to empower our prayers more. The Council's Journey. My session started out as a prayer. Oh, great beauty, land that I love. Forgive our trespasses against you in life. Against the sacredness of the divine feminine in whatever form she appears. I bless the four elements of fire, water, earth, and air. I feel your heartbeat within mine and the cry for peace that rings out through the land. I hear the wings of the hummingbird vibrating in my ears, levitators of the mind and emotions, sweet nectar dewdrops of healing peace, blessing nature with her vibrant hum, blessing humanity, calling for the rising of the spirit, I am seeing dark clouds of bilious energy rising up from the earth, dissolving into the nothingness of the void, being transformed into love, raining down as dewdrops, cleansing our souls and spirits, 
blessing the earth and all life on earth. I see we are high up in the heavens, so high we see the stars above. There are great white billowing clouds draping over the earth, bringing fresh perspectives and clear thoughts to bear as a blanket of healing grace. I feel the hearts of Mother Earth and humanity shedding tears of relief, hope, faith, joy, and gratitude for our prayer here today. I see the masters and archangels surrounding the earth, pouring love and light into her center, radiating out and creating an orb of light around her, pink light, a loving embrace. The angels are singing a glorious melody of soothing tones, like a warm toasty blanket being placed over a cold body. I now hear their song as a high pitched tone being transmitted into my body. The hummingbirds are back, vibrating in my ear. A deep resonance sound that I feel deep within my heart. Thank you, dear ones. May you be blessed as you bless us, the earth and all of humanity. As you were just talking, I made me think of something that I was reviewing some writings from this past year, and I came upon something that I thought I would share because it's relevant. And it's a little bit disjointed but it's a channeling that just came. See yourself extending beyond your body. It matters not what the activity is as it does in the quality of presence you bring to it. That's all there is now. Yes, there are gifts that you have imagined. They're yours, they're there. And they will come to you as you realize more and more what you are and how you function with them. How you function with them will be your choice. Can you see how profound, dot, 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 it matters not. And yet within the framework of various realities that we traverse, it matters a great deal. Space is consciousness. You see it full. It is just the same consciousness moving into greater density and empowered by specific focus and specific intent. And yet it is consciousness. This is St. Germain speaking to me. When you see me as deep undefined color in your eye, without a specific shape, that's consciousness. You still hear a voice, there's still a personality. What's involved is you are simply aligning with all there is. You see it, it's all around you, it is you. It is what you call your friend, it is what you call the bed that you are sitting upon, calling the covers, what you experience of you. It is the same consciousness manifesting through intent. It is all intelligent. It is suggested that you see everything that you can literally appear, physicalize, see, or imagine in whatever ways as intelligent, alive. There is no other way of being. Even when you see certain people or plants or animals die in their physical frame, the cells are just moving in different ways. There can be no other way. All is consciousness. And in this reality, you see it transitioning one way or another. It is suggested you see yourself as part of the void rather than in the void, a part of the full consciousness of all there is. I love you, brother. 
So that was the thing about being part of the void rather than in it, I thought was pretty significant. Yeah, yeah. And in terms of what I got today, again, I'll start. I'm seeing a pyramid or a triangle in front of me with faint outlines of the other part of the tetrahedron. It is a golden color with pink overtones. Now I see the three of us, our silhouettes, walking hand in hand towards it. As we get closer, there is a sun or circle of bright yellow light glowing in the middle of it. When we cross over the line into the pyramid, we will be entering this circle. I have a sense of many goddesses and female masters in this space. Though I can't make out any specifics, there's definitely a sense of the divine feminine. I keep on saying, show me more. As Jack keeps on talking and jumps onto my lap, I'm reminded to love more. This is part of our meditative practice to include his energy. The space is taking on the contours of a long and somewhat narrow room. Not claustrophobic, simply not as expansive as before. It is a chamber of hope. I was thinking about some of my strong habits, formerly known as addictions, and it felt like this chamber was washing my soul, cleansing it from anything that doesn't serve. In doing this, the reality of being a soul, having this experience has been it as just an experience, not to demean or belittle it for all is important, and yet it is not who I am. It feels that being in this chamber is a reinforcement of this truth. I can see with more clarity that the importance of my being here in this page of reality is not tied as much to a particular mission, though that is part of my deepest intention. More so, the importance is for me being here. I want to move through this chamber to the next. However, it seems that I'm not ready yet. The fact that we are in this chamber is a wonderful blessing with more to come. Now I have, know that our intentions will have more immediate consequences than we may have experienced before. Stay tuned. That's it. So profound. Thank you, beloved. Very grateful. Sure. So mine started with seeing a fire dancer as they were dancing and spinning and twirling around and the fire was swirling around them. The fire turned into wings of a bird and then eventually a phoenix flew away. And with it left that fire is transformation and transformation is purification. Then I wrote four poems. I feel called to read them. So I'm going to read them, although I just wrote them down. I know what they say, but I don't know what they say. So here I am being vulnerable. They even titled themselves sometimes after I wrote them, sometimes before I wrote them. Y'all want me to share them, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. This first one is called, I've Got More to Say. 
You woke me up early insisting I write this down. You kept yelling, screaming in my ear until the pen was in hand. You drug my arm across my page and I surrendered to the process because I know you have more to say. For years you woke me in this very way. For years I wrote down all you wanted to say. I hear you shout, it's that time again. So here I am ready to begin. That was the first one. And then conversations with my heart is what came to me after that. And then the next words that I wrote down was get whole. And I really like that with holistic restoration. That's what I'm all about is helping that wholeness. And I'm always talking about the wholeness, but then a point wrote itself after I wrote down the words, get whole, get whole is what I long to say, get whole, then please stay that way. You haven't come this far to only come this far. It's time to persevere through one more day. This time around, consider letting go and letting go. You will lighten your load. Light and free, you are meant to be. It's who you are when you remember me. So yeah, these are all just like my heart having conversations with me, apparently. So the third thing that I wrote down was activate your shield. So what I had envisioned was this spell that people are under that keeps them and I can tell now like where it all comes back to the original prayer and intention of our time together in this eradicating from the timeline this human trafficking and this whole idea of getting whole and how that eradicates this from ever starting but not just on behalf of those that are the orchestrators, but those also who are the participants and the spell that they get under that leads them into, in some situations, this situation that they didn't really know that they had signed up for. And of course, we could take that, the metaphor of life and society in in general, the spell of this life that we're living together, the coming together and connecting to the wholeness and how that at any time breaks the spell. Those who are hypnotized still have a choice in their participation and they're choosing to go along with it versus realizing their power and their wholeness to break themselves free of it. As they connected back to the whole, I saw this mind control being stopped and this shield being activated around the brain to protect it from this infiltration of group thinking and just the mind control aspect. And then that person being like, oh, totally free. I can just step out of this and be done and complete. So that's what prompted activate your shield. And then this is what followed. Break yourself free from the spell. Liberate yourself from your mental gel. The choice is yours. The time is now. Wake up to where your soul is found. Your power lies within yourself. Now activate your whole true self. I didn't say they were long poems. I love them. Absolutely love them. And as you were speaking, it reminded me, uh, I was catching up on my journaling. I've been journaling in my notebook and not transferring over to my computer. And I found a dream where people were being sprayed. They were being sprayed in the face. And the spray was doing something to their mouth of God center, where in a visual sense, it showed me that these balloons went off, they rose to the ceiling and it caused these people to be slammed into the ceiling at their mouth, the glass center. After that happened, there was this sticky blob on the back of their head. If it was allowed to dry, 
it couldn't be taken off. It had to be removed immediately. I'm thinking, okay, this has to do with the vaccination and COVID. And then yesterday, I just happened to see a post popped up into my screen when I was working that they're considering doing sprays now for COVID. That's their next Mm. step is the sprays. This dream is showing me what it's going to do. It's actually going to shut down the mouth of God's center, the ninth chakra, Mm. so that people can't connect to source. It's just going to shut that down. The vaccination itself right now is shutting down the sixth chakra. This is actually going to shut down the mouth of God chakra. So I just wanted to put that out. Okay, one more poem and then I'll be complete. So the fourth one is, this is what I came here for. No, this is not a dress rehearsal. I thought you'd like that line, but no, this is not a dress rehearsal, though you practice the line so many times. The star of the show, it's always your turn to go. Make your move, even if it's slow. Once in motion, trust the flow. The next thing to do, you'll always know. You're here for it all. You can't miss a thing. Just open your mouth and trust your voice to sing. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Dragon Heart Ascension Podcast. If you want to learn more about the 13 stages of ascension, then download a copy of my ebook, Christ Codes 2029 Ascension Mastery. Go to ChristCodes.com to get your copy now.